I'm going to keep it 100 and just be talking even through the intro music because it's my podcast. Holy shit. It is the Conversationista episode one with my beautiful friend here, Sabelle Suleiman. Say hello. Hey, how's it going? Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. So it feels a bit weird because we're trying to act natural. Like, how do I pose? Like, like, we're probably just trying to act like natural. Neither of us are seated natural in our seats right now. <laughs> Blatantly not. Like, if this was real life, we'd be with cups of tea and biscuits. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But we're going to keep it 100. So, guys, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Conversationista episode one. And as I said, I have my beautiful friend here, Sibel Solomon, who I've known for about 15 years now. Cool, blimey. We're getting old, mate. I can't know. I can't know. We met when we were like 21. Yeah. At BPS Contact Centre. AKA the talk talk <laughs> back in the day. So some of you may or may not know this, but at one point talk talk were giving away free broadband, <laughs> but it wasn't free. But a bing, that was a punchline. Right. And so we kind of met in like, no, we started off, did we start off in sales first, then moved to customer service? No, or did I, I meet you in customer service? Yeah, I was. So I started, yeah, service. I started in sales yeah. and I realized that's dead fam, moved over. And then we would just be like a whole bank of us, me, you, Sky, Tyson, some other people, mm. Anne-Marie as well. Mm, mm. Just a whole bunch of us, basically. And we were all having a good time. Probably were like post, post-uni. Yeah, first first job after uni, <laughs> living up the life. We're not quite ready <laughs> to accept adulthood yet, hence why we were in a call centre. Still not ready to accept adulthood. No, I'll be honest. We are fighting that every bit of the way, which is part of our charm, I think. Yeah, man. <laughs> and even then, we would um, sit around stuffing our face full of like, how you do you remember? Yeah, that was part of the job description back then. Of course. This, this, the evolution's been real. The sugar is what kept you from strangling yeah. or hurting people. <laughs> Whilst obviously our supervisor would be charging up and down the line, one call in the queue. Yeah, I can't do her off. accent. I can't do it. Yeah. But she was she was the drill master anyway. But yeah, we've we've been through some highs, lows, and just many long journeys, right? Yeah, it's been a it's been a long ass journey. I also want to say thank you for having me on You're your welcome. show. No, thank you. First guest thank you. on the show. I'm really excited actually to yes. be here and just chat with you how we talk anyway. Do you know what yes. I mean? Like we have a lot of really interesting conversations. So it's exciting to share it with people. We um I just kind of when I was thinking about people who I wanted on the podcast, I definitely you were definitely always in the list and a whole bunch of other people as well. And it's funny because you've been like a guest on one of my previous shows. Do you remember when I had the yeah. Sisterhood radio show? Yeah, yeah, on Power, Power Extra. Extra, yeah. Yeah, well, that was back when I was promoting a uh, my concert that I organised, a charity concert, and Belle was like my sidekick, my ride or die. Yeah, man. It was <laughs> that fun. was fun. It was yeah. fun, actually. So I hopefully I'll keep you guys entertained with the talks. So just give you a brief rundown on what the conversationist is going to be about. Conversations. It's in the title, people. And yes, I did make that word up, the conversationist. But fuck it, it's my world. Say something. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. That's what I thought. But um, yeah, no, it's I've completely made it up. But what I wanted was to have just conversations. You know what I mean? I didn't want it to be too interview styly. I just wanted like to be sitting down and talking to people, cracking joke, but also just expanding our minds because we have, we've definitely changed. You know what I mean? I know, I know I've changed mm. in like the 14 years I've known you. I know you've changed, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we've all been and experienced many things mm. and I feel like everybody has a story to tell. 100%. Not matter, no matter your age, that's the killer, right? Like I think if you've lived on this planet at least like at least nine, 10 years, you've got some sort of story to tell. Mm. Um, so I feel like great conversations are a great way to expand your mind, release some things that you're holding on to as well, right? And also just to learn something. Yeah, totally. And mainly just have fucking fun. I'll be here with you. So this episode, like I, I'm going to try keep episode themed. I'm going to try. Don't hold me to that, please. Anyone who's listening to this, okay? I may not always be, I was going to say congruent, but I don't feel like that's the right word. It is. Yes. She's not ahead of me. I'm forgetting to speak on the mic. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like, like, to say anything. Yeah, you know, you're meant to talk. Yeah. So yeah, I am. Um, you know, hopefully I'll be congruent and actually keep it like you know smooth. But fuck it, this is me. It goes. It's gonna go the way it's gonna go. But um, this particular episode is themed around kind of being a pioneer, stepping outside um your comfort zone, and also business entrepreneurialism. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, out of my friends, Sibel, Sibel Suleiman. Mm-hmm is the most entrepreneurial. Her face is like, oh my gosh, she's getting shy now. Uh, so I'm not filming this bit yet. But um, 
She's probably the most entrepreneurial woman I know out of my crew. I have to say, she's the most business minded, the most financially savvy. Listen, you want to say something, you better ask Sibel, you know. Seriously, fuck ask Jeeves, ask Sibel, because you. she has definitely financially educated me over the years. Um, what do you feel drives you to kind of be you in that way? What would you say? I think, you know, it definitely goes like way, 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 way back from when I was a kid. Okay. And like the things that I saw. And yeah. Just like what people were doing around me when I was growing up. So, oh yeah, because mine was that guy, right? Yeah, like my entire family, like they came here from Cyprus, and uh -huh. when they came here, it was very different, you know, game yeah, than it is right now. Like yeah, you've got yeah. to make it work for yourself. Yeah. So they all came here. Like it was English? Could they speak English? Barely. Okay. Well, so okay. Yeah, so like barely speaking English. Um, all basically living in the same house, trying to like one by one move out you know there's, there's oh, okay like this. Yeah, yeah 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 so um by the time obviously i was born into the world like all of them like my aunties uncles my dad all of those guys they had all started their own businesses oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. i grew up seeing people with their own businesses right like, i as a kid i didn't really understand that was the norm for you yeah okay for me it was yeah, yeah, I yeah 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 and um, my dad did that as well my mum was a stay-at-home mum with yeah. us looking after us and stuff like that so for me i think it sort of stemmed from there where I saw it as a really empowering thing to do it for yourself. Okay. And I found it fascinating. Yeah. Was really curious about it. And also it kind of seemed like the only way. Yeah, because that's all you know. Yeah. Right? Well, that's what that um, does. He gets up, he runs his own shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it is interesting how, like, what we see definitely moulds us. Do you know what I mean? 100%. What's that? What's that saying? Um, environment is greater than will at times. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's like there's a part of me that understands it. There's a part of me that's like so rebellious. Like, no, I will not be defined. But yeah. you got to understand certain factors do influence you. But the thing is, as well, you have a choice in that because mm. you can put yourself around whatever it is that you desire. Exactly. So yeah. If yeah. We yeah. know that environment is an influence on us. Then. Being consciously aware of that, you would then decide what mm, you put yourself around. That's the so fact you can, though, isn't it? Yeah, use it to work for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah, well yeah. as it can work against you. <laughs> yeah. if you're unaware. But I guess like even the factors that work against us, like, right, like they're still molding us, right? As we always say, you're never clear about what you do want until you experience what you don't want. Mm. So I guess even no matter, even if it's something that sucks ass, it's like, this is teaching this something else. I don't want to experience it anymore. So yeah, I'm exactly. going to remove myself from this situation. Exactly. And we've all had a whole bunch of that shit. Listen, yeah. I know you guys listening. You know you can get a man. I feel like I should have like a button that's like, church. Yeah, it's like I might invest in some of those buttons. I'm going to get it for you. I wasn't sure if Where'd I wanted those that? type of stuff. I'm going to get an amen button now. Can you imagine going like that shit? <laughs> like something like home, home base being cute. I need an amen bun. If you got one. Sorry, but we don't sell Spanish. <laughs> so actually, there might be some next to the yeah. screws, Reggie. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to find me an amen button, like an amen sound effect. Because, you know, I've listened to some of these podcasts and they're just real snazzy with some of their sound yeah. effects. Like, I didn't want it to be too gimmicky. Like, this is button, but... I'm just realizing there are certain buttons that are going to be needed, like yeah, church yeah. or some shit like that. We just need someone here to just sit over there and like give Pop them a cue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, I might invest in like a, like a mini choir that just comes yeah. in. Can I get a church? But yeah, no. Well, okay. So you obviously had your dad. It's funny because with my dad, he was like a, he's an engineer, so he was a hard worker. My mum as well as a stay at home mum. Um, but my dad obviously went out to work, so I had the different influence that you work, mm. and I've been. I've been working in these fields since uh, 13, right? I had my first job at 13. So legal. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. You if, if you can see Belle's face now, she looks like, I, no, know, like, really need to I feel like that. we should uh, talk about this. No, legally, you can what, technically kind of do like a paper round. I ain't got my NI number. It probably is slavery in some form. And like, they probably don't do it anymore. This is the killer. This they is the 90s not, people. They do not do this. So I was like, I'm not an advocate of this. <laughs> For me and my brand, do not associate me with child labor. <laughs> yeah, so I was child laboring it out in these streets. So in my mind, it was you get a job and you work. Yeah. Whereas it was interesting, obviously, for your influence. So you went to uni. What did you study at uni? Politics and history. Yeah. That's not where I saw that going, guys. Well, the thing is, like, 
for me, university was like an escape, I'd say. Mm, like I, yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah, I, yeah, I always, yeah, yeah. I, I've always been someone that loves studying and stuff like that, but it was definitely more so about sort of just, freedom yeah, and figuring out life. For yeah, myself. yeah, yeah, yeah. Away um, from parents, away from that home structure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, I picked something that had nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> yeah. What did you do? Journalism. I liked reading though. So we, there is foundation in what, what, what we wanted. Mm-hmm. And I should have really just done acting or something, but I picked journalism because my dad was like, oh, be a journalist like I wanted to be. I was like, okay, that's it. I'm going to leave anyway. So who cares? It was the, yeah. the creative element of designing like magazine covers was fun, but I had more fun just being in my own space. Do you know what I mean? Because even that, when you think about it, that's kind of like your first pioneering moment, I guess, outside of college as an adult now, because you got to choose where you went. Just about, yeah. <laughs> yeah, within realms, within reason. Just about, yeah. Within yeah. reason. You can start off to know Scotland University. Yeah, yeah. Like, that wouldn't happen. But, like, you got to choose. Yeah. You know what I mean? You had your dorm mates. And, like, that first night, was you like me? On that first night, I was going, woo! And other people crying about, I miss my mom. I was like, you suck. Shut up, fam. This is hype. What was you like on your first night? Yeah, like, I obviously appreciate my parents and my family. Of I'm going to say that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like by myself at the window. Like the thing is, I didn't even do that university thing where like I went out partying. And stuff. No, me neither. It's just not really me. No, I me never really did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like when people think about university, they think about that Party whole thing hard. of like, yeah, like yeah. getting smashed and all this. Honestly, I think I, I think I went raving about four times. Me in too. The years. <laughs> and to be honest, that was too damn much. Like, it's a bit of disappointment. Like, is this out here wanting to just go home? Like, no, just, just read some books and drink some tea, man. Watch Sex in the City on my VHS. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mine was Friends. <laughs> when it was not the rerun, people. When it was originally airing, when it was actually airing. fresh. When no one knew what the fuck was happening in the next episode. Crazy. Oh but, my god. Um, yeah. So. I, I was excited because yeah. it was it was like a new chapter. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah, massive new chapter. And and like you said, a decision that you've made for yourself, yeah, like a choice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think, yeah, thinking back now, actually, off of what you said, it probably was the thir- first proper real major decision yeah, that I made for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you feel so, good about the decision, or was it more like too caught up in the moment? Uh, it's all a blur, to be honest. I remember it's all a dream. Yeah, it was a long time ago. When you think about it, like Babe. Yeah, it's a while ago. It's not even hot up the age, but I'm proud of the fact that I'm 34. I really am because we look good. Like we're not old by any means, but we are definitely grown people. (laughs) It doesn't feel like it though. I don't feel grown. I think I don't feel grown. That's you know, you know that whole just like keeping it, yeah, forever young. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's one of the best mindsets you can go with, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Subscribing to the to the other end of the stick, I'm not down for that. You know, you know, it wasn't people that are just living to die. No. Wait, just counting down to the coffin time. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's not... why? What are you here for? I don't understand. I don't get that. Man, just like measuring himself up for the coffin. Like, I'm ready. No, like you're 20 something. I don't, I never understand that. So, okay, so we did the uni years. We all went, we went to separate unis, then we met after that. And then mm. it was funny because we always talk about this, right? So, we obviously we had our little stint in the call center, talk, talk, and then we both got our real jobs. <laughs> you went to Croydon Council, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, she's like, yeah. Um, she worked there and I worked in like a little private company um, as a receptionist, front of house, dealing with high end audio. And we spent a lot of our time just kind of doing, waking up, wake, sleep, work, repeat, hit, repeat. Not particularly happy. I know I wasn't. I can't speak. Let me not speak for you. How, did you enjoy it? Yeah, it, d- it definitely wasn't in alignment with where I, where I saw myself wanting to go. Okay, where it, did you see yourself wanting to go it then? It served its purpose. I think for me, like even going back to like, beginning of college I always kind of had it in my mind that I wanted to do something for, my, for myself okay I just couldn't figure it out like I didn't know what it was going to be just on these streets pioneering from start <laughs> I was not that guy <laughs> no I think oh, gosh, everyone's, I'll say. everyone's different yeah, yeah 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 so for me that was always like in my head like yeah. originally I was thinking you know I want to do the whole property thing because that's what my dad oh yeah yeah used yeah. To do. yeah 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 so I think I just adopted that for is that something you still want to do or maybe not maybe I think like there's a lot I want to do to be honest. I, oh, I don't God, yeah. I don't want to put myself in a box. I think like as we evolve as people, you start to gain different interests and different insights into yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there may be some stuff that comes up that you've never thought about before. And it's like mm, actually yeah. it's dope. Yeah. And why not go and do it? True, you know? true, why true, not? true. Yeah, like, true. Just evolve yourself. Like you don't need to stick in one box. So for me, maybe, probably. It is actually on my list um, okay. of things that I want to do is like design like one of the sickest buildings. Oh, like on, one of them kind of grand designs yeah, or yeah, Netflix type shows. Team up with like an architect. Yeah, for At some point in life. I'm not trying know. to build that shit myself. Yeah. <laughs> Just be yeah. hammering nails. Yeah, all over. 
They were like, the physics is wrong. It's this falling over. It's just, yeah. In the house. Like, so I don't feel safe in your house. In the news the next day, for yeah. wrong reason. Yeah. It's but. like house collapses on entrepreneurial business lady. Yeah, no, you don't want that. Yeah, so we did the nine to five, as everyone does. And we're not mm. mocking it because at the end of the day, I feel like everything serves its purpose. Of course. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like, like you said, different stages for different things and different Definitely. purposes for different times in your life as well. And it all depends on what it is, the lifestyle you want to live. Everyone's different. There's no must that you... Because I feel like there's a trend at the moment where it's like, go out and make it on your own. F the system. You don't need the man. And don't get me... I feel like there's pros and cons. I think there's balances, right? It's like not everyone is made to run their own business. Everyone has to run their own business. because, And also, anyone who's running their own business needs employees anyway. So... And this thing, we've had this conversation before. Like, mm. I don't feel that, I feel that there's a lot of factors around us that sometimes make us feel that we should want certain things or mm. want to be a certain and way. The influence, yeah. Yeah, but really deep within us, we know that's not what we want, but we kind of go along with it because mm. we feel that we'll only be taken seriously or be seen as successful if we do these certain, oh, like, certain things. That word success has heavy yeah. connotations to it, man. It does. And who gets to define that? We get to freaking define it for ourselves. Amen to that. So, yeah. So, Church. Church. Yeah, pretend to press the button. Church. So, like, I, I genuinely feel like there's so many different like ways you can live your life and do things. Like, I, I'm, I don't knock the nine to five. I used to, but I don't. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of us that want to do that. There's jobs that and they generally like love. that. Yeah, like they yeah. generally turn up. They're like, like, I love what I do. And I think that's what matters. Like, no matter what it is, like you could freaking, I don't know, you could want to garden your whole life. Because yeah, it makes you feel happy. Right. Do it. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I think that's the key. Like, just finding some of those things that yes. make you feel really good. And yeah. obviously, if you can get paid for that, which I can get paid for anything nowadays, do that. <laughs> literally, people. Literally, yeah. I think um, the one of the websites that I um, use. I'm of like t- diverting here a little bit, but like we um, used to, used to use Fiverr as well as a stream of income. Or is that not a source of income no, for you? It's on there, but I don't get. Any orders, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I am a voiceover artist on the side, um, and I provide my services on a freelance site, Fiverr. And I remember when I first decided to go on there, and I was introduced to it. <laughs> there was a person on there who provided the service, I will cry on video for you for 20 minutes. And my girl had orders, had reviews like over 300. Now that's something you literally that get paid for anything, people. Service because I, I don't even. How do you cry on cue? Do you use like some sort of droplets in your yeah, eye? Even actor, but Paint 20 yourself? minutes is that's continuously what i was more curious about is what the fuck what is it being used for? yeah like i'm wondering who who because there's a kink for everything you know maybe someone enjoys that damn <laughs> she's really crying look at her she's going for it <laughs> ah, get a load of those tears <laughs> what is this? it's a special one i judge not if you like the crying lady it's okay <laughs> a, bit a woman oh, this one was oh but i just remember thinking is this real and I remember going to James because that's my partner and he introduced me to that. And I'm thinking, what kind of dodgy sight have you introduced me to, fam? This chick's crying on videos for 20 minutes. There was one, funnily enough, on the same site, this woman that would uh, take pictures of herself holding a banana. Okay, we definitely know what that's and she, <laughs> But she had like, I think it was a lot. Did she, she, she dress up in many, different outfits maybe? Like, I, I don't know. I'm dressed man, as a maid. Today I'm a bunny. <laughs> holding yeah, a banana. I think, yeah, there's, you, you can see? provide service for anything. 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 All right, so you we went off on a touch there. in your bag, so. <laughs> can you imagine? I bought you one this morning. Let's go. That's true. <laughs> I got my iPhone. means I can be mobile with my banana game. <laughs> what up with Google on Fiverr? You're sorted, man. Life feels to be fair, my very first gig, that's what it's called on Fiverr, by the way, when you put up your services, um, was I will film any video testimonial for you for any whatever yeah. it was. And I played many roles. I was once Charlene from Dallas with my British accent as an no realtor, sorry, because obviously in America they're called realtor, yeah. but they wanted me to say in my English accent. And at that time I was doing wedding planning and I had access to an office and I used to, like, used to dress up in my outfit, like a posh out, like, you know, office outfit and film myself going, hi, I'm Charlene from Dallas. And, you know, so-and-so realtor agency is just great. And I would just film all these <laughs> fake scripts. Like, I really don't want to Google my name because I don't know what the hell it's going to come up with. I've done a few <laughs> different random ones. Like, and I'd probably have to like be convincing that I'm genuinely giving a real oh, testimonial man. and I'd film myself. After I clocked, I kind of want to be anonymous. So I'm going to move to voice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because no one would know it's me. In the business model. (laughs) Which brings us a nice segue now as you say that. (laughs) Because sometimes like I'd be filming in the office and like the girls walk past like. Oh, well, they say wedding planning. Yeah. And it's like, and they'd interrupt the film like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, dude, I was just filming. I was just in the end. 
You know them ones, and when you don't have the editing software, oh, right? Oh, you got to start again. Hard times at the beginning of the game when you're right. first learning these type of things. You don't know what the hell you're doing, and it's like you feel like you have to record it perfectly all the way through, not knowing that you could just trim it and patch it together. <laughs> Do you have any voiceovers I did at the beginning where I tried to get it perfectly from the beginning oh, no, to the end? Yeah. And of course, it'd be like that final sentence that you'd fuck up and yeah. you'd be like, but... I learn afterwards you can just cut and trim people. Cut and trim. It's <laughs> cut and paste. It's okay. But yes, um, uh, that gives me pivot. Okay, let's pivot all the conversation back to where it was going. So we did the nine to five. Mm. And then um, I believe out of our crew, I was the first to go, this is stuff. And um, I decided I wanted to do wedding planning because I am particularly OCD organized an event and it's a skill actually that I have um does also really mean I am I'm also a control freak which I'm learning to let go of but I think you need to be a control freak and element to be that kind of event planner a little bit it's part of kind of the skill set comes hand in hand directing okay she, I like this boss lady maneuvers it's called directing motherfuckers don't call me no control freak I'm directing you <laughs> leading leading <laughs> um and so I decided to be a wedding planner and I literally was like made sure my debts were paid up and I kamikaze it as my partner said and went okay Mm. had no plan didn't know what I was doing and I believe you were the next person I think so was it you I think so I'm Skylar I can't remember it was I you can't, I can't remember anyway for the purpose of this recording if I'm wrong fuck it it was Sibel next um and what did you dive into so like I kind of mind me yeah like I was dabbling Little in dabble. like the cake business before I left. yeah she really likes so, cakes disclaimer <laughs> yeah you got a tasty cake holler <laughs> I, I resigned from baking. Um, <laughs> but not from eating. Yeah, not definitely not from eating. We'll Shout out to the bakers. We love you. Yes, we love you and appreciate you. Bring some to Studio 21. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I was dabbling um, with like the cake business before I left and um, didn't have any clients though at that point. I had I had like no idea what I was doing, like nothing. Winging it. I came up with some amazing cake recipes though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you I did. I tasted yeah, my, some. Yeah. I had some. No, she was good. Yeah. Seriously. Like a mad scientist in the kitchen. <laughs> you ever saw, like, my family? They were so concerned. You know, like, when oh, you... Right, so you got to tell me about that. How did your family react to you just leaving your nine to five and then start baking in the kitchen? What was the initial... Give me the initial reaction. it to them. No, Belle, Belle's, like, undercover like that. She'll just pop up on you, like, oh, I'm doing this yeah, now. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, a ninja. Whatever, She's then, a business yeah. ninja fam. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I actually announced it because. So, was, what was their reaction when they clocked? Smell's not been going work for these last few weeks. Yeah, I think I kind of just. she was on holiday. Dropped it. I casually drop a lot of stuff to them, but <laughs> I think I just casually dropped that. Actually, I'm not working there anymore. Um, so, I didn't say, like, you what know, the what next the plan was. Yeah. But all they knew is that, like, every day there was probably about 200 cupcakes on their dining room table every day. <laughs> Who is she oven... making for? I don't understand. Excuse my accent. Just like my impersonation of, like, her parents. Oh, I don't understand. She's they very hungry, you know? <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't understand. I, the, I nearly broke the, the oven from how many times it was running. I used to go, this was before, like, I, I really understood about going to, like, you know, the wholesalers, like, Costco. Right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you were buying it from the, 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 the <laughs> supermarket, like, one pocket of flour. Like, yeah. Tesco, getting, you know, the little butter. This was um, not cost-effective. In a massive trolley, I'd be getting, oh like, it was definitely not cost-effective. I had no idea. <laughs> Like putting thirty like batches of butter in oh a trolley. Like, can you imagine the the woman at the till? The till was like, like she really likes yeah, cake, flour. <laughs> like yeah, it it was interesting. It's but all the yeah, stuff you've they, learned though, isn't it? Right? Oh, definitely. But yeah, I can't. I can't actually. Maybe I've blanked this bit out of my <laughs> mind for protection. But I don't remember. Avoid mental breakdown. Yeah, like I don't remember what the reaction was. But I do remember at one stage my dad expressing that he thought it wasn't serious. <laughs> but for me, it's like. How did you react to that? What you saying, man? <laughs> for me, it's like if someone actually tells me they don't think I'm serious, I can't do something, I'm going to freaking do it. Yeah, you're very I, determined like yeah, that. I'm not interested. I'll show you. I'm not interested. Watch in me that. bake like a mother. Telling me what? Yeah. So. She's very determined. That, so, yeah, your original question was, how did they react? react. Right, yeah. My mom's, my mom's cool. Like, yeah. She's like, do what, whatever you want to do. And you're like, okay, mom. Your dad's like, show me the business plan. Yeah, get yeah, the money out. Kids. <laughs> yeah, like, well, see, all right. So there's that element, obviously, you have to contend with the, the cultural factor, obviously, because yeah. you're Cypriot Turk. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so obviously there's that factor. Um, did you growing up feel like you would always buck against that or you always were bucking against it? Yeah, like, it's funny I was talking about this yesterday but um like my I think my entire sort of determination sounds like you're kind of pushing against something but like my drive and like well, inspiration drive, yeah. to like follow whatever I want to do 
it definitely was born from the rebellion. Ah, okay. Like when yes. I was really young, I remember just not really agreeing with the cultural norm. Yeah, 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 and yeah. For me, it didn't make sense. What is the sense. cultural norm for a Cypriot so, Turk young woman? Well, back then, and with my parents in particular, I'm not saying this is everybody. No, 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 but for what you experienced personally. Yeah, from what I experienced, it was, you know, if, you know, growing up as a a girl and becoming a woman, Mm. you know, you want to play to the role of looking after your household and stuff like that, which some people want to do that. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah, man. For me, it really, like, I think I identified really early on that you're trying to put me in a box. Yeah, and And that's the box I I want to be in. Yeah, yeah. And from a very, very young age, I was really against it, like okay. vocally. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to X, Y, Z. So like... You know, uh, they were admiring we should not have had her in England. <laughs> I told you we should not come yeah, here. It's still what happened though, man. Western influence. But, yeah. So I think, yeah, from from a really young age, mm. I was, you know, like, nope, I'm just going to do my own thing. Okay. I'm not going to tell me what to do. Right. Um. Yeah. And that played out sometimes in like quite negative ways because okay. when you try and rebel against something and push mm. against something, you're actually doing it from like a place of fear okay. and from, it's not a, it's not from like a peaceful stance. Would you're you say that's it. what drove your earlier businesses? Uh-huh. Like, like your drive as to why you were actually doing what you was doing? Because obviously, like I said, your first business was the cake thing, in which obviously you decided it wasn't for you. You know, I think it, it was that, but also like I was just fascinated by wanting to create stuff. Like okay, I wanted nice. to just like experiment with things and create something and just come up with something that people love yeah, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. enjoy and like I enjoy and, and, and stuff like that. I think it's always been a part of that for me. And just the ideas, like generating the ideas and playing around with things and trying to create things that may not exist in that way right now. Yeah, and it it was that as well because I remember it's funny because um, my business, my previous business partners, before we actually became business partners, maybe about five years before that, we used to meet up and try and come up with new ideas for business. Yeah, to start something, brainstorming out here. Yes, mind hubbing. Yeah, it was always that kind of um, Mm -hmm. thing, and that was just a running theme from. Yeah, a long time ago, I guess. That leads me into a nice another segue. She's good at this segue and shit, man. She just drops these gems. So moving on. But yeah, that obviously leads me on to obviously your next business. Because obviously after deciding baking a couple of cakes, you were like, nah, 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 nah. I think I'll just stick with eating them, thanks. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It was, it was a lot. It wasn't for you. But yeah. nothing ventured, nothing gained, as mm. they say, right? So that moved you on to kind of like the next. You went into like tech, a tech world. And this is, I have to say, I was really, really proud of you during this. I'm always proud of you. So not like, I'm not proud of you now. You suck. <laughs> Thank you. You're slipping, you're slipping. No, like, it's just out here slipping with yourself. No, like you, um, you obviously met up, you kind of, you knew your business partners prior. They were friends from uni time, right? Mm. Charlene and Tony. Mm-hmm. Chance. Mm. The chances. Shout out to the chances. Yeah, um, if you happen to listen, they are. Yeah. Very about us. Very inspiring couple. Um, if you don't know them, check them out. Um, I don't know. I can't remember the Instagrams, but I don't think they're Maybe Instagramming at the moment. put them underneath your thing in case, I don't know if they want She's us to share it. So, yeah. <laughs> just in case. I will include their info at the bottom. I'm sorry, Charlene and Tony, if you randomly just have a bunch of people stalking your profile now. <laughs> Like, what? Have you noticed that people just commenting for no reason on our shit? It's fucking rude. <laughs> it's out here. Anyway, but yeah, you met them. You knew them from uni. Mm. Um, and then you guys just delved into like another new chapter of tech, man. And I was highly mm. impressed because that led to you going to San Fran. Mm. San Francisco. What was that like? Yeah, I mean, before we did, before we did that, we actually had... Oh, other yeah so sorry we, she's had so many businesses like she's just a boss like that sorry i can't even keep up shit go roll it back we started so they had a product idea um you know the you know these android tablets that um oh my God, yeah yes. way before they popped off and be- started becoming really popular because i helped you out one day yeah yeah, 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 yeah. um way before that trend kicked off um mm, yeah, they yeah, came yeah. up with an idea for niching them down for um younger people yeah for children yeah, yeah, yeah so they had this idea they um ran it and then a year after um i remember i was speaking with them in their kitchen we were talking about we need to bring this back like that was an amazing idea so literally i shit you not Within a couple of weeks, like we were selling in shopping centers at Christmas. Mm, like that was nuts. times, like, trading times, man. Yeah. And we've done really, really well. Like mm. we had like one of the most popular stands in the shopping center. Nice. Um, and then from that point, we started looking at some other ideas, which the one that you're talking about, mm. we when we went to um, San Francisco, 
bad man uh, just upped and went, mate. You know what I mean? It felt like that. It felt like, whoa, what's happening? Well, like, it was from the outside. I was like, you going with it? Yeah, like, you ain't so, talking about going to like Greenwich or some shit. Like, you get on a plane, mother, like 14 hour flight or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do they do pancakes? But yeah, you, so you asked me how I felt about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a mixed bag of emotions, man. So mm. it was like, I remember booking that ticket and I was crapping myself. Like, you know, when you're trying to press the button. I think you're just shaking yeah, over the mouse. I think like the, the lead up to it, there definitely was like the fear and the adrenaline mm. and the excitement. But then when we got out there, it was just amazing because we met so many incredible people. We learned so much, grew so much. Mm. And yeah, I feel like that was definitely a pivotal time because I completely changed as a person. Okay, like, what would you say really months. changed? I think one of the things was definitely the belief in myself mm -hmm. because like literally oh, upping and leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. That's really, that, like, that, I mean, if we're going to talk about stepping out of your comfort zone, that's, you didn't step, bitch. You like flew. You like... <laughs> And catapulted yourself out like oh, you did my kamikaze maneuver. You yeah, kamikaze yeah. did. Yeah, part two. Bad man. Kamikaze. All shout out to all the kamikazes out there. Yeah, shout out. Shout, shout out. out to the kamikazes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, like the the belief factor. Like when you do something that's so opposite from from mm -hmm. what you're doing right now, and you're actually not dead <laughs> after this. Like, I'm sorry. Okay. It doesn't Shit. kill you. Yeah, you the the belief that you have in yourself because the stuff that we. Like, we didn't know anyone out there, really. Like, we we made a At few all. connections. Like, yeah. It's not like you turned up with a bag of people that you knew. You kind no. of built from the ground up. Yeah, yeah. And, like, we... And how, how old were you at this time, about uh, me? 28, 29. Jeez! Like, wait, no, no, no. I was 29 when we went out there. Yeah, because you came back for your 30th. Yeah, I came back for my 30th. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. See? Yeah. Young. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, like, it's all of these experiences. So even mm. you, like, literally, you know, deciding that you feel in alignment with leaving your job and you're going to go and find something that works for you. <laughs> like, that in itself probably changed you completely. Like, what was yeah. that like for you? Uh, babe, that was funny because I remember you and, like, Tyson with us. Do you remember when I was like, that's what I'm going to do? And I just, I think I'm going to find a wedding planner to maybe intern with. Mm. Do you remember when we went to the wedding fair? Yes, I remember. Yes, yeah, so you guys were yeah. with me. And I had no idea what I was doing, guys. I think I just watched that film with J-Lo, Wedding Blunner, and I thought, I can be that chick. i got a big ass like her, you know? I, I can do this. I'm organized. I know. Either way, I thought something about it appealed to me. Yeah. And I remember I went to a wedding fair, and I literally, I'm someone who wings it. I'm definitely a winger. I blag it. Like, I'm, you will never know I don't know what I'm doing until afterwards I'm like, oh, shit, it, mate. I'm shitting it. Mm. But I turned up to the wedding fair, and I was like, I'm just going to find a wedding planner. I basically just go up to someone and just say, listen, this is what I'm going to do. Do you do internships? Mm. And she was the very first person I saw. As we walked into the mm. kind of little, it was a small wedding fair. I went right up to her. Funny enough, her name rhymes with mine. Her name was Dominique. Shout out to Dominique. She was amazing of stylish events. If you don't know them, check them out. She gave me my first kind of step into that mm. world. And I literally walked up to introduce myself and I was like, I'm interested in what you do. Do you do internships? And lo and behold, she did. Yeah. Universe. Listen, you're going to hear me saying these words on the podcast, universe, alignment, vibration, because yes, we are firm believers in these things um, and the energy that we put out there. And it, it was complete alignment. And she just happened to like my energy or something about me. And she gave me a chance to do an internship. And not going to lie, I think I was, I'm someone who's more running on my adrenaline. I was like, yeah, yeah. Woo, woo. And it's not until like it settles, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> sleepless at night yeah like I remember talking to like James and going dude I don't I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> I'm freaking out how will I survive and he was like baby you got this one thing my partner I'm very blessed to say my partner is 100% my cheerleader mm. and he's like that with anyone do you know mm. what I mean um, and he cheerleaded me on and I was like you got this you can do this and I was like I don't know what I'm doing and he was like just breathe you've got this just keep going so I think there's an element of when you step outside your comfort zone no matter what it is and it can be from business like we're talking about here starting this podcast to starting a new job, going to new school mm. where you are just so unsure of yourself. And I feel, I love that the point you made about self-belief. You have to dig in and grab hold of that for yourself. It's not something someone can give you. They can tell you, I can sit here and tell you, Belle, I believe in you. But if you do not find a way to connect with that for yourself, mm. it, it, it makes it a lot harder for yourself to do what you want to do, whatever that is. I agree. And I think, you know, because it impacts a lot of stuff. Even like if you, if you, Genuinely just don't believe in yourself. You're not going to try. No, you aren't. So from to even make the step, right? Yeah, like just from that one starting point. Excuse me, people, I'm I'm drinking. Fuck it. I'm getting dry mouth right now. So go on, carry on. Yeah. You might hear the gulping on the mic. I'm gonna try to be away. Go we'll, on. We'll edit that out. Um, <laughs> maybe not. Mm -mm. Um yeah, I mean belief's everything though, isn't it? 
I, it, it is. It's everything. It's it the foundation, creates isn't your it? world. Yeah, creates everything. Um, yeah. Everything runs off of it. Yeah. So I think what you're saying about the comfort zone, I feel like that's how you've just got to live life. You slowly move out of the comfort zones because yeah. if you don't, you're literally going to have a life that's very static. And for me, I love that's that. hell. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Why is it hell to you? I, I'm someone that I feel at my happiest when I feel that I'm expanding and moving forward. Okay. And I'm not necessarily just talking about in business and stuff like that. I mean, as a person. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's something that happens when you, I'm only going to speak for myself, but yeah. there's something that happens with me mm. when I start to understand new things or explore new things. Mm. And I don't know, man, just like, do you feel like you almost kind of like the lights are on yeah, and like you're I'm, buzzing? I feel like that is what we're designed to do. I mm. feel like we are designed to expand. We're okay. designed to understand new things and designed to yeah, explore the edges, man. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Colour outside the lines, as yes. they say. And when I when I feel that, when I'm doing that, I feel so alive. Like mm. I literally feel like I've got like infinite energy like flowing through me. Yeah, like I yeah, feel yeah. like a superhero. Yeah, it must be up. like how people feel when they take other things yeah i don't know um <laughs> we get high for free yeah we don't need no well. molly <laughs> <laughs> we don't need none of that shit we high of life and vibration people get some it's free <laughs> it's free man it's free. it is but it's all right so mm. you know you would say self-belief helped you pioneer your way out in san fran you know you're in a country you don't know you're in a city you've never been to yes you had obviously two friends you knew but still it's like this is brand new. Like, was there ever a point when you was like, I need to take my ass home. What am I doing here? No. Nice. Okay. No, never. Was there ever any kind of point where it was like, this Actually, is not going to work. Okay, cool. You know, when Go. that happened, the first night, I don't think I've shared this with anyone. Oh, but okay, the first secrets. night we landed um, and I was trying to, we went to the apartment and I was trying to sleep. I actually had a panic attack. Okay. Because I was like, and I didn't know what was happening. Yeah, 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 but yeah. But like, yeah. It, that was mental because the things that were going through my mind, I think it was like everything kind of. Um, it's all right. Yeah, it was like, hit you, okay, so you are here now. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> yeah. Shit just got real. I'm actually laying here in another country. Like, because it all happened very quickly. It did. Really, no, it really did. So that night, <laughs> I was just like, whoa, whoa, couldn't sleep. It, it was, yeah. But I didn't think I want to go home. I was just like, what's happening? What are we doing? What's going to happen now? Yeah, yeah. Gonna, but yeah, after that initial literal panic, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I never thought I need to go home. Okay. It, it was more of like the most amazing adventure I had ever. Nice. Yeah. What would you say you was the kind of biggest takeaway you took from that time of kind of like doing your business startup in San Fran? I think the biggest takeaway is that you can literally do whatever the fuck you want. Okay. Because nice. none of us had ever done anything in tech. None of us had ever like dropped anything and gone to another country to, you know, start a business. Mm -hmm. um, we didn't even have an app that was developed. We had nice. an idea. Okay. That's all yeah, we had. Yeah. We went out there with an idea. And, yeah, ideas and dreams, people. Yeah. And this nice. is the thing. Even just with that idea, we were getting like meetings with the biggest investors nice. out there in yeah, tech yeah, 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 yeah. with an idea. Okay. So for me, and like there were people that was struggling to make that happen and they had a product yeah and there was us out there okay with because i think we just had such a positive excuse me background if it can be picked up on the mic <laughs> yeah. it's our dinosaurs yeah <laughs> <laughs> we have dinosaurs in the hallways <laughs> yeah. um yeah like to me and and you know the the people that we met and all of that kind of stuff the places that we were managing to get into and the people that we were managing to speak to yeah literally being nobodies to me, that showed me that I can do anything, nice. like genuinely. Okay. Because we went out there with nothing. Do you know what? I, like I said, I was yeah. so damn proud of you. I remember talking to James about it a lot. Like when all times we FaceTime or Skype or whatever we used at that time. Yeah, yeah. I would always come yeah. off and go, I'm so proud of her, man. Like, because I was just trying to imagine what I would feel like in a different country and starting something, like you said, with just an idea and just from the groundwork hustle. Mm. Like, I liked, I personally want to redefine, this is me personally, to redefine the word hustle because I feel like hustle is attached to the word hard work. Yeah. And I feel like consistent effort or action is definitely required as hustle. I don't feel like it should be about straining and going uphill. Um, but I definitely feel like consistent aligned action is definitely part of the hustle. And you look were definitely doing that for me. And like, it inspired me to get my drive on. Do you know what I mean? It's amazing. Yeah. No, no, it really did. Do you know what I mean? Because I thought she's just 
up and went to a different country family. Like, like it was nothing. Like she was, I'm getting to get the bus to Catford. Do you know what I mean? But you were doing it and you were having so much fun. And I remember when you came back um, from San Francisco, me and both James agreed that she's a different person. She's mm. leveled up. You could see within you that you'd leveled up, you matured and that you was a lot more aligned with yourself and more mm. self-assured, I would have to say. Mm. You was a lot more self-assured mm. of yourself. And I think that's an amazing thing. I think that's what people forget about jumping out of your comfort zone. Yes, that initial kind of stage of the unknown is fucking weird and it's scary. It's terrifying. It's fucking it's terrifying yeah. and shit, people. We're not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to make out like, yeah, you jump into a field of daisies and everything all works out. And sometimes certain things do, but there is a lot of challenge mm. and growth moments. But people forget that growing requires growing pains and that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, when you forge something new in the fire, there is that heat, there's that moment of pain mm. before you come out of something new. And you definitely was forged in that kind of moment. There's been different moments of forging. It's not just that mm. one moment, but I feel like you came out as like Sibel 2.0. It was like, oh shit, okay, who's, who's this motherfucker? Okay, I'll see you whilst lady just out here with your San Francisco self. You know what I mean? So I have to definitely say mega proud of you in that moment, I remember. So you came Thank out you. from San Fran and obviously that particular business, you decided to not pursue it any further with mm. you and your partners. Did you feel okay about that? Was it a disappointment or anything like that? What would you say? I think for me, like the sadness around it was like, it was kind of like just the end of our chapter together, like doing this thing. Cause like, I love those guys, man. Like yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. incredible. They are like just outstanding hu human beings. Like, yeah, and yeah. We, we basically lived together for mm. you know six months that we were out there yeah. and worked together and stuff like that and went through a lot. So I think it was more to do with that than actually moving on from an idea. Cause to be honest with you, I've moved on from, from, from many ideas yeah like you get immune to that and that is the game like, and put that out there you know knowing when to decide when something's not in alignment with you anymore it's okay to stop like i feel like people are so scared about being seen as a failure did you yes. ever consider that back in the day yes i was okay. very scared about what people thought okay and okay. it was that whole thing of like oh like i'm gonna move on to another idea and blah 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 what people mm. would say because i remember back then you know everyone knew what i was doing and yeah. stuff like that but like now genuinely it's what i've come to understand is that that's the game mm, like you, evolution isn't it trial yeah, and error you have to yeah. learn but i think the biggest part is aside from like learning like the skills of the game in entrepreneurship and blah 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 i think it boils down to like you as a person like there are things that you need to develop in yourself and expand and just get some resilience. Like you see what you're saying about pushing the boundaries. Yeah. Each time you do that. Yeah, man, you gain a new layer yeah, of skin. Yeah, that level of what you push past mm. becomes nothing now. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, now you're yeah, ready yeah, for the next stage. Of pushed further out. Yeah. 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 And yeah, yeah, yeah. whether you do that in one business, in 10 businesses or whatever, there is a an evolution that must happen yes. because you've got to become somebody else to get different results. Each new level. Yeah. Mm. So for me... I don't give a shit how many things I try, Preach. what I do. Yeah. Preach it. I've done a lot of shit that hasn't worked. It's the game. Like, I'm with you on that family. It's me. Like, but the stuff that hasn't worked, when you really sit down and, and use it for what it is and understand why it didn't work, what it was, grow, work around those full things. Of, like, there's awesomeness and like skill sets and life knowledge. It's the best, man. Like mm. the stuff you learn and how you grow. Yeah. Like, that's how, for me anyway, that's how I've managed to move forward because there are so many things that didn't go how I wanted them to go. Okay. And that's not saying it went wrong or right. It's just how it didn't go how I wanted it to go. Yeah. Well, and that, you know, that, yeah. that saying, you know, if you want to hear God laugh, tell him your plan, right? Damn. Unfortunately, the one thing I have come to understand is that the only thing that's under your control is yourself, your emotions and your perception of your experience of life. That's it. That's it. Like it's it's yeah. it's a myth, people. If you think you can control anything outside of that factor, I hate to break it to you. Things will happen. People will react or do things that you couldn't have planned for. But that's all irrelevant. It's about how you choose to perceive how that is in relation to you. 100%. That's what's under your control. So you're either winning in the moment or you're losing. And mm. um, I'm constantly having to remind myself of that. And like what you said about how every level requires a new you. Definitely. I'll never right. forget. Like when. I can't remember if it was during that time when you sent it afterwards. It must have been afterwards because you was here to help me mm. um, when I organised that charity concert. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Well, when I tell you, most expanding time I've ever had because I willingly, like you, you went to San Fran, I willingly decided, okay, I'm going to organise this charity concert. So what was the concert about? It was um, to kind of, it was called the Sisterhood Concert. So it was a celebration of all women and empowerment, but it was also to hopefully raise money for the Bromley Women's Aid who deal with domestic violence. And I just, I had no funds, no money. 
And I basically contacted various artists that I found on social media who were like, I had a singer, singers, mm -hmm. I had poet, spoken by poet. I had two dance crews and I had a, a female sort of coach and speaker lady mm. um, and I had a host. And I literally got all these people to do this stuff for me for free. I had like hair and makeup. I had someone. Um, a lot of hair and makeup. A lot of hair and makeup yes. team. Um, I had runners and just crew to help me on the day. Run I had run over here. Yes, Isabel was like here. my assistant coordinator on the day, and I she was priceless. Seriously, like running that and like I did all that with no money, no backing, and <clears throat> I was shit scared the whole time because obviously this is something I declared I was going to do and I made it known. And so I was like you said, worried about what people were going to think. What if it flops? What people? What if people don't buy tickets? What if only one person turns up and it's my fucking dad or some shit? You know what I mean? <laughs> just like one person in the audience, and I just was scared. I also had people to give away gifts and prizes. You remember I had people turn up and yeah. sponsor in the hallway yeah, and stuff. That was incredible. You know, so it did actually all turn out all white on the night. But bruv, when I say it's the most stretched I ever felt, and I think I felt it the most because I was fighting it mm. along the way through fear. And I was battling between fear and self-belief of this ain't going to work, but I really want to do it. This ain't going to work. I really want to do it. And it wasn't until literally the final week when I drove myself nuts with all these thoughts that I went, fuck it, it's going to be what it's going to be. You can only do what you can do and you can only give it your best. And I feel like that's something you have to remind yourself no matter what you're pursuing when you get out of your comfort zone, that you can only give your best shot and give your best effort. And that has to be enough. Mm -hmm. You are enough. Reminding yourself of that, you know, so... That definitely pushed me, but I'm so thankful for it. And you know, it's only recently that I've become proud of it. I never used to talk about it before. I hated talking about it because I had like painful memories attached to it. Do you know what I mean? Um, now I can look at it because I think I'm a lot kinder to myself. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm going to like skip forward a little bit in your entrepreneurial journey to what you do now. So what is your current business now. So the current brand that is out there right now. And it's out there. A, and I have one of the products, by the way. It's fantabulous. Just saying. It's uh, <laughs> it's called Card Genie. It's, we've kind of like redefined, like the main product, we've redefined like the traditional wallet mm. um, from, you know, just old kind of bulky crap to yeah. like streamlined stainless steel wallets and stuff like that. They yeah. protect your cards from contactless fraud. Yep. Um and all that kind of stuff, like yes. more minimalist. Um, and they're stuff. stylish too, people. Yeah. yeah. So um, that is what I'm working on at the minute, yes. which has been like a massive um learning curve, man. Like, I will put a link to your website at the bottom and Instagram profile. Oh, I appreciate it. Of course. Hello, hello. <laughs> at the people out here doing their thing. <laughs> so yeah, I think um, it's definitely been like one of the biggest learning curves. Um, I think one thing I'd say is that if you just stop trying because mm. things haven't worked in the past you're just going to stay where you are yeah and yeah. like i respect people that try yeah because yeah, i think yeah, you know yeah, we were yeah. talking about the failures yeah like really not trying is worse than something not working out because yeah, you never know what could have happened if mm. you just tried the pain of regret bit. is way more painful than the regret of uh, like the pain of trying and you know dropping on your bum a little bit because yeah. the thing is that's what you have to remember like uh, whatever you want to call it, failures, stumbling, whatever, it's all very temporary. You will always get back up. 100%. Always, because in the stumbling, you figure out how to pick up yourself and mm. keep going. It's why we have training wheels before we take them off. And Bridget, when you ride a bike, you scuff up your knee a bare times, but that doesn't seem to stop us as kids from going, get back on the bike and figuring it out because we're so clear about that. I want to do this. I mean, it's not a bad thing. Scuffs on the knees teach you about keeping your balance and mm -hmm. coordination and all that stuff. So it's the same for you. What would you say... Um, if I had to say, okay, give me three things that have been your biggest kind of lessons in your entrepreneurial journey so far. Cause I want to say so far, cause you know, you've still got ways to go. Number one, just keep going. Like okay. that's definitely number one. Like, yeah. cause if you stop, like you stop, that's it. Like you're done now. There's no more now. <laughs> yeah. You just stories done because you know, if, 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 if you've made a decision that that is what you want to do, you want to create things for yourself, then you know, if you need to be holding down another job while you do that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep going because eventually it's going to work. Yes. Like eventually you will make money. Eventually you are going to start just being able to pick yourself up a lot quicker. Yeah, yeah. Eventually. That's quicker. Yeah, yeah. All of that stuff. Eventually is everything. Yes. Like if you just keep going. Yes, yes, yes. So that is number one. Keep going. Number two. Yeah. Number two, I would say... 
Like, I think we sometimes get it twisted that the people that are gaining success in things automatically must just be better than us. Mm, Or there's something that they have. Yeah. Their advantage. Yeah. Mm. But really what I've realized is that it boils down to the number one of you keep going. going. And also like you can teach yourself to do anything. You really can. And you can find people that can do anything. Mm, So for me, like... Definitely. Like another thing that I learned that I've seen like direct success in like the business that I'm doing now is find experts. Like if Mm, you need to, yeah, however you find the money for it, if you need to go and get a job on the side to pay for the expert, that's going to take your business to the next level because what they've learned, they are an expert at and it's going to take you about 10 years to become an expert. And it's an investment in your business. Exactly. Hire them. Yeah. Like, so for me, that has been huge, like finding experts and just trusting them. Like, yeah, you know, so find, yeah, up. learning how to find good people. Did you say it's number three or is that part of number two? Because you've got, okay, so it was keep going. Remind me again, sorry, what number two was. Um, well, it's kind of a mixed bag, but like you can learn anything or you, you can, can find anything. someone okay. that knows the stuff that you mm-hmm. need. And also, like, like you said, that, um, you know, don't be fooled by people who are successful or is deemed as successful in the, in the public. Yeah. They, you know, they, they're not special or... If well, better than you. What I mean, yeah, what I mean is that they've just made a decision to give it a go. Like I think going, sometimes yeah. we just don't start because we feel that we don't have it, like yeah. whatever that don't is. Have, don't have the right knowledge, situation, yeah. circumstance, personality. And, yeah. And it's a shame, like when I think about that, because you can literally evolve yourself to become whatever you want literally, to become. I'm man. a like, big I fan of that. winging it. I think that's the mm. biggest thing I learned from both my parents. They're both very charming people and they can charm the pants off anybody. And one thing I realized, and I know to this day, no one can't persuade me on this fact, people buy from people. People connect with people. So whether that's you're applying for a job, you're buying products, you're selling a car, I don't care what it is. You're not really buying that car. You're not really giving that person a job. You're giving, getting that person. Yeah. That person. So if you can turn up with the right energy of being open to learn, being enthusiastic and being kind of consistent about what it is you're here to do. Mm. Listen, I've got, I have had opportunities given to me that on paper I shouldn't have been given because I don't have the experience in it. But I know they gave it to me because there was something about me and my energy and what I brought to the table that they thought was more invaluable than my so-called experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so people buy from people, turn up with the right energy, show up right, wanting to learn. And also be humble enough to know that you don't need to know everything and that you are here to learn. And it's okay to be in that position of the learner. Um, I think that's the most expanding position you can put yourself in is to be open to learn. I agree. Because I don't think you know everything. No one knows No, and, and there's no need to anyway, as you said, part of business. Like, it takes too long. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah, also, yeah, because you can't be everything in your business. You I feel like that's one thing that I've know. kind of understood about running my own little like, eBay staff and whatever. It's like trying to do everything in your business yourself, whether that's from the marketing, the branding. But you're only one person, you know. There's only so many hours in the day. And also, it's not necessary when there are people that are passionate and are experts at it. Hire them and get them to do it right. And that way your company is being given the right type of investment mm. energy wise. I think there's definitely like a stage when you start out where you that may not be an option and you've literally just got to figure it out. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think eventually, you know, most of these. As you upscale and expand. Yeah, you, you, you just find. I think I think everything works best when you've got people working in their zone of genius. Like mm, I know for I like me, that, yeah. yeah, like when I'm working on the things that I enjoy, I get it done so well, so quickly, uh, you know, it's effective. If I'm trying to do things I don't like, it's not going to work. Like, mm-hmm. I feel rubbish. You're pushing against the grain. Yeah, yeah. you're pushing against the grain. Mm-hmm. So when you start to, like, slot those pieces in with the people that are in their little zones of genius, you know, and then you've got this ecosystem going on with all these genius zones, mm-hmm. that's when the flow is just mad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because I think you're, happy, you're operating in your happy zone. That's it. Operating in your happy zone, people. Yeah. Like, and everyone knows what a happy zone is. It's different mm. for everybody. And I don't think that you don't have to define it or explain it. It's just a happy zone. You just feel it, right? You just feel it. Yeah. You just know it is. And it's it might like, change. But, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. Be open to change within yourself. Like mm. what you liked yesterday, you may not like today. You don't need to offer an explanation about it. It just is what it is, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> like, straight up. Like we used to like stuff our face for Harry Bow and sit down and watch Desperate Housewives and Ugly Betty. Those shows were boom things though. And like, <laughs> you know, oh my God. You know, we used to watch like... um. Oh, what's the bloody talent shows? Um, what's the one? X Factor. Yeah. And we were religious with it. And they're not, I'm not dismissing them, but we don't watch them no more. I can't remember the last time I've watched actual regular TV. I don't remember the last time I saw an advert on TV, fam. I like me and my Andrew Brooks are bridging. Unless it's a show box on Netflix, I'm not involved. Don't talk mm. to me about regular TV. But neither end is bad. It's just where who we are now. Yeah, that's it. Do you know what I mean? I like yeah. my quiet time so much. 
silence is so golden it's so beautiful and actually that kind of leads me on to you know before as we wrap this up is Mm. um how do you maintain your work-life balance because i think balance is a bit of a myth there's no such thing as perfection in the balance sometimes you're more in one end than the other sometimes i don't maintain it but okay i think and that's just the honest truth no keep it 100 man um but the things I do to maintain it, like I've got some structures in place, like with my day. So mm. one of the things that I do is I've got a morning routine. Okay. And like. Amen to the morning routine. Yeah. Like. I swear by it. It just, so I'll like, I'll share some of it. Like yeah. I, I, I meditate. Nice. I do Me some mm-hmm. like written journaling, rampaging, stuff like that. I've got some other little like, um you know, like affirmations and things like that, yeah. that I do. And like every now and again, I'll like introduce new things. So I might introduce exercise or whatever, mm. but whatever it is like that hour and a bit in the morning before I start talking to anyone or looking at anything like that's for me to get my spirit and soul mm. and mindset on check. So creating that foundation kind of creates the rest of the day to have a bit more balance. Yes, yes, yeah. Because you started the day, right? You've started you've, the you've day, You've laid right? the foundation down for a good day. And I think like the truth is like you've just got to make decisions based on what it is that you enjoy mm-hmm. and you feel happy with. Because I think that whole thing of balance, it's almost like sometimes it could sometimes people look at it with the perspective of, oh, doing things I don't really want to do and then things I want to do, how do you... But, but it's for me, like I, I'm trying to see life as what are all the things that you love to do and just, just do, do that. Yeah. Exactly. Family. And then yeah, you yeah, have yeah, that yeah, inner yeah, balance. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I think balance yeah. is more about, how you feel within yourself. Are yes. you balanced as a person? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. I've yeah. kind of shifted my perspective on that in the past, like, I don't know, maybe like a year or so. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you feeling inside? Yeah. Yeah. Keeping your, in tune with where yeah. you're at. Yeah. 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 I definitely agree with that. You know, if you feel good, if you feel at peace, then you're kind of at balance. Like again, you're operating in your happy zone. You are. Yeah. And when you're in that space, most of the time, the things that you're working on anyway, mm. because you're in a good space mentally, spiritually, they're gonna go in good directions. And that's really what do. I've experienced. Because everything I think your business comes off of you, your energy behind it mm. and what you feel about it and yourself. Mm-hmm. Because if you turn up to your day, whether you're operate, you know, you're working from home or you've got an office mm-hmm. space. She ain't feeling right. Brethren, just watch how the day reflects that. You know, your trip over, you kick the cat, you know, you'll you'll accidentally lose money, you know, that that deal you're waiting for suddenly just doesn't go through. You'd be surprised. Like I'm definitely a firm believer of the law of attraction. Mm. Sorry if you don't, that's cool. Much love to you, but I do. You know, I'm a firm believer that what you put out there is what you get back. And mm. your day reflects your state of mind and your state of energy, you know. And I I, I agree, a good morning routine of like I a big fan of meditating but I it's funny as we say this it's not to say to everyone that you must do this no because we only started meditating in the last few years ourselves mm. and that's because it felt an alignment to do that and we were, we were curious enough to try and wanted to, to see what it was about we wouldn't have done it before you wouldn't catch me at 24 meditating I couldn't even sit still long enough to meditate and I think <laughs> that's an excellent point because you've got to find what works for you like I spent a lot of time trying to fit my life into a blueprint of what I read in a book yeah and then I realized yeah. actually like I'm what my job is here is to take the elements from yeah, what that work for you, from what this guy's experience, yeah, exactly, to see what works for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not one size fits all, man. No, like Bridgen, nothing yeah. in life is like that. So big lyrics: one yeah. size does not fit all. That's shout out to Primark, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little one size fits all of this shit. <laughs> it's a lie. Them, them primal lines do not run for life. Just saying, but it's a lie. It's a lie, fam. Yeah. Right, so we're gonna wrap it up. You know, um, I, I, I give thanks to anyone who did listen to it. If you've made it to the end, I thank you. If you didn't, fair enough. Do you know what I mean? Like as we just said, one size don't fit all families. So yeah. you might have listened to this like these people are changing shit. I'm coming off. But if you did listen to the end, I thank you. And. You know, I I did I wanted there to be structure, but not too much structure. And I hope people who ever listened to this got something. I know I did. So but I, what I said, I was thinking, I was thinking about how do I end this? I want to be like a professional. Um, I'm going to teeth a little bit from one of my favorite podcasts, which I'm not going to name because I don't want them to know I'm teething them. But if you could go back 10 years time to your 10 years younger version of yourself, what's the one piece of advice or words you would give to yourself? It's and we'll not- both answer that. It's not about the money. It's about okay. the happiness. Okay, I like that. Delve a little bit into that. Just to give me one minute kind of like, wrap up of that. Yeah. I think when you go on this entrepreneur journey, whatever, um, a lot of the time you do it because you want to make money for yourself as well. But what you find is that the more money you make, it doesn't make you more happy. 
And I think if you follow the stuff that makes you happy, you're going to make money anyway, and you're going to be freaking happy. Happiness is number one. Money comes second, not the other way around for me anyway. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that's what I would tell myself 10 years ago. I think I would tell myself 10 years ago, first of all, it's not that deep. Just calm down a little. Yeah, it's not that deep. Life's not that serious. And as I always say, uh, my homegirl Tolu knows I like to say this, is um, th- we ain't going to make it out of this thing called Life Alive. Mm-hmm. So have fun. Amen. And also the main really thing I'd say to myself is that um, the only thing you've got control over is yourself mm-hmm. and how you feel and what you choose to see in any situation about how that relates to you. So focus on that and your inner world and your outer world will match it. Speaking the Bomtings. This was the Conversationista episode one. Did you have a good time? I did. I was going to say thank you so much for having me thank on. Thank you for being. Like, I actually forgot the mics were really here. I'm just Good. That's a good sign. Um, yeah. Like, I'm doing something right. Yeah. I hope like the stuff that we spoke about, you know, um, dropped some gems. Yeah. Resonates with someone. Yeah, you know. Like, I had a great time on here. Be brave, thank people. You. Be out. Try it as, as my lovely friend Belle says. Try. 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 Try again, like like Aaliyah said. If you don't succeed, pick yourself up and try again. That's the realest truth. Try, man, because you know what? You find your best you outside of the box. Yes. You find your best you outside your box. I love that. People, deuces. Have a good day whenever this does drop. Love ya. Peace. Bye. (laughs) 